All right, Tim Canelli, welcome to, uh, I guess you're, you're a good person to kick us off here with some coverage of the World Baseball Classic. Uh, the, how, many, how many day ones have you had? This is day one, or day zero, it actually kind of feels like. Everybody's just landed this morning. How many first days of a national team camp have you had? Um, I've actually probably lost count. We've had, um, you know, third World Baseball Classic, we've had the Premier 12, we've had some exhibition series, um, some World Cups. So we're probably looking at maybe number nine, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's hard to keep track of um, of yeah of different events where we put the uniform on. Can you remember your first time you put the uniform on? The first your first day one. Yeah, two thousand and nine World Cup was was the first time you know getting together with with the guys and, and putting the uniform on and um, yeah again just a special moment um, and just uh, yeah surreal experience and do you kind of see yourself sometimes I guess on like I mean later tonight guys are going to be getting their uniform for the first time on a senior team people that have never been to a overseas with Team Australia before are getting that chance can you kind of see yourself what 14 15 years ago now when you see those guys yeah definitely it's uh, probably the best way to explain it is is being a young kid on Christmas Day waking up to presents you know you get to yeah, um, you know, you sort of open your uniform, you know, you try it on, you take some photos. Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool experience, and um, there's a few guys here that will be in that same boat. So walk me through the travel that you guys had uh, the last, last couple of days. Yeah, travel's been really good, actually. We went from um, Perth to Singapore, had a little layover in Singapore, um, and got to use the lounge and catch up with a couple of guys from Adelaide, and then um, from Singapore straight to Tokyo. Um, but yeah, the travel was good. Um, we had really good flights. What are guys feeling as a player right now? just in general terms i guess on this on this travel day which is two days but feels like one long day yeah it's definitely excitement around you know it's um a lot of the guys on the team are, are really close and, and really good friends so it's sort of just catching up with everyone um sort of touching base after the abl season and and putting all that aside and getting ready for for you know playing on the same team on the national team so there's a lot of excitement around and, and guys are just um yeah um, yeah, just excited to, to catch up with each other. It's interesting you say that you kind of put aside because for the last 12 weeks, like dudes have just been battling it out against each other. There was a really intense championship series only a couple of weeks ago that you played in. Like, how do you shake that off so quickly and say on to the next thing, or is it just routine for you now? Well, I guess every time you play and the team you're playing for, you're going out there and you're competing no matter who you're playing against. You know, you play with these guys for a long period of time, but then when you're, when you're going out playing against them, you're, you're battling to the end and trying to win win games, trying to win championships, and, and that's going to be no different to, to now we're going to battle together against you know, other countries. So um, pretty much any time you put a uniform on, you're just going out there and competing. So what's the most important thing that young guys need to take away from a day one of a Team Australia camp? Yeah, just get excited. We've, we've got a, a good little training camp leading up to our first game, which is good. So guys can get excited, excited, get the nerves out of the way, um, get comfortable around the playing group, which is really important, um, and just feel like they belong and, and they fit in. Um, and then they can go out there and play with no fear. And as a guy that has been part of this, how do you go about ensuring that everyone feels well, how do you how do you want everybody to be feeling? How do you? Yeah, say? you want everyone to be themselves. You know, be comfortable, um, be excited, but be themselves, and, and and go out there. And when you take the field, you don't want them to change what they've been doing. That's got them onto this team. Um, so just trying to make them feel comfortable around being the, around the playing group, and making sure that nobody's um, having feelings that's going to affect their playing um, when they get out in the field. So yeah, it's just exciting time, and um, hopefully everyone can feel comfortable over the next couple of weeks. Arriving to Tokyo though is super intimidating. Like I just experienced it for the first time here. You know, there's, there's, it's a language you don't understand. There's signs you don't understand. There's different sorts of stimulation all over the place. Like it just 
feels way different than any place I've ever been to before. So if I'm feeling it, I know other guys are feeling it too. You talk about feeling comfortable. I mean, this is like, you can see how this can be an uncomfortable environment. For yeah, it's, it's definitely an uncomfortable environment. And But you've got to, you've got to take in these things. You know, you've got to take in the culture. You know, it's a lovely country, lovely culture, lovely people. Um, but you're doing it with a bunch of other Australians that are in the same boat. Um, so you sort of you feel comfort within within the playing group and around the other guys, um, and then you just you basically just got to tackle the experience and enjoy every moment. It just feels like baseball is such like a game where it's like you're creatures of habit, right? And now you're just like how you have to make a habit somehow here in a place that you just don't know very well. Yeah, definitely, and that's and and, and guys do that differently. Um, so whatever, that's, guys just need to be themselves. Don't change that. Um, do what they need to do to, to make sure that they're ready to go. Um, you know, we're going to have a training session tomorrow, so guys will be excited to take the field and put the uniform on, uh, but I just need to get around each other. So how can you, as a, as a fellow player and teammate, make sure that other guys are feeling comfortable? I guess one thing you got to do is lead by example. You know, you know show them you know, the, ac- you know, the actions that you're doing, um, just leading by example, but also be there for anyone who needs to chat, feel comfortable, um, just, just uh, you know, welcoming them into the team um, and then just sort of have fun and, and enjoy the moment. Do you ever find, like, on these things that sometimes guys just, like, stick to what they know if, like, you know, if you're coming from Adelaide, for instance, do you ever see, like, Adelaide guys hang out with Adelaide guys or do you, or do you try to mix and, and mingle so yeah. everyone is yeah, just... Yeah, we've always been one to sort of encourage mingling, you know, whether it's rooming with different guys, playing catch with different guys, hanging out with different groups, and it's and, and we do that, you know. We we spend a lot of time playing against these guys, but when you get together in a team, you sort of haven't seen them for a long time, so it's catching up, you know, seeing checking, checking in on everyone, seeing how their personal life, their families are going, and then... Um, and then you know get together and as one group when you when you hit the field it's so easy sometimes to look at it as black and white right like team australia gets on playing goes to japan plays games mm-hmm. tries hard but it's not really that simple because kind of as you're alluding to everyone is so it, there's a very human element to all yeah. of this it feels like and, and everyone's coming from different you know we've got young guys you know going away to pro ball getting ready for their seasons we've got guys with kids and families with full-time jobs um guys that are looking to compete to try and get back into professional baseball and guys at the back end of their career. So it's everyone's at different stages of their life, but everyone sort of puts all that aside uh, and comes together and, you know, with one goal in, in mind. Um, and we've always had really good culture and camaraderie within the playing group. Um, and hopefully we can keep that up. That's crazy. Like how many things in anybody's life do they have that they will say, I can just put everything on hold for a month. Like I'm just going to put that all on the back burner family career baseball ambitions anything in between like it's kind of it's it's a weird way if you look at it like yeah and obviously guys have different sacrifices and and how they get here and and what they need to sacrifice to be here but um you know i couldn't think of any guy that wouldn't put all that aside for the world baseball classic playing against the best players in the world and representing a country so um yeah, without a doubt, everyone would um, do what they need to do to, to get here and, and get around the group. Was this something, this team, a topic of conversation from the players during this last ABL season lead-up? Because it seemed like a pretty open battle for spots. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. And there was probably spots that were earned, you know, in the, in the final series. And and, um, and that's and, and Dingo's always said that he's going he's gonna to take a hot bat if someone's swinging a hot stick or, or they're pitching really well, um, that he'll take it. So there was definitely spots that would have been battle right to the end and um, there probably wasn't too much conversation around you know selection about you know making a team everyone was sort of competing within their own team in the ABL um, and just throwing all that out and down the line and hopefully that's good enough to, to make the squad you can tell even just from when some of the announcements were made like 
it, it doesn't it sounds so cliche just to say it means a lot to put on that jersey but like it just feels different than other programs or people I've been around before maybe it is because everybody has to put everything on the back burner for a month yeah definitely and and these um, you know we haven't played a World Baseball Classic since 2017. 2019 was the Premier 12, so it's been a long time since we've put on the uniform to play some really meaningful games, and um, and, and that's why you know guys are really excited. It's been a long time, and um, yeah, it's just people are raring to go. Do you think guys extend, for lack of a better word, their careers because of events like this? Saying I want to keep playing because I know in this many years there's a World Baseball Classic, and I want to be on that. Team. Absolutely, people would see sort of. Um, you know what's the pinnacle of what they can potentially play within the amount of time they've got left and um, yeah I definitely think there's some guys here that would be hanging on and playing extra years in the ABL so they can play in World Baseball Classics and such events and um, and it's probably a good thing that they do get to do that to extend their playing career. Is it just like a crazy rush or feeling like I, I'm sure you can't even describe what it feels like to run out with your country on your chest in front of thousands of people that are making it hostile or not like I'm sure it doesn't even be fair to ask you what that feels like because there's probably no comparable but I can imagine it's like an addictive kind of feeling like it that. is yeah it's a surreal <laughs> feeling it is um, it really is especially you know we're gonna we're gonna go out at 7 p.m. against you know Samurai Team Japan <laughs> in front of probably 30 to 40,000 people in a packed Tokyo Dome and it's going to be a, an out-of-body experience for a lot of guys and um, it's something that you can't really compare it to um, but it's just it's just really exciting um, sort of proud moments um, that yeah you never gets old man we, we met people around town I was here a couple of days earlier that we you know we were saying yeah we're with team, team Australia whatever and there's no one okay we'll come look we, we'll, we'll come see you play and they were looking for tickets and they can't get anything mm. for the big games like you literally cannot get a ticket yeah. for the games like that is a weird no thing knowing two and a half weeks it's like it's sold out already, man. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize just how big baseball is here. It's crazy. And they're just, the players on the team are just absolute superstars to the, to the general public here. And you walk down the street and you see baseball signs everywhere, Utani signs everywhere. And even on the, on the, um, on the flight over here, um, when she asked us, when the flight attendant asked us what we're doing, we said, well, we're here for baseball. And automatically she said, World Baseball Classic and the excitement on her face just to know um, how big of an event it is and how much you know that team Japan means to her was yeah she was super excited so how do you how do you try to explain that like to a total stranger like what it feels like to represent your country in anything I guess it's sort of hard to explain to somebody that doesn't get that it's opportunity such a hard yeah one. it's um, I was trying to think all day it's like how do I ask this question but it's like there's no there's no ex it's just such a weird concept like philosophically even like yeah. so how how do you go about breaking it down simply to what it what it, what it feels like what does it mean i don't even know yeah like i said it's sort of like almost an out-of-body experience where you just yeah. you're so excited and you um you know you're just so pumped to get out there and knowing that you're competing against the best in the world you know you're representing you know your country your family your friends your coaches everyone that sort of had something to do with your career um you know people that are watching back home family that are travel you're just representing so many people um, and to get to do that on the world stage competing against the best players in the world in front of you know a packed stadium um, yeah you definitely get some adrenaline uh, and the <laughs> excitement juice is flowing when you got your first call to represent Australia at the senior men's level who was your first call after that call to say hey insert name here I made it yeah so I, yeah well I would have been um, I would have been with my um, wife who was my girlfriend at the time um so she would have probably been the first person i i told and then and then my parents without a doubt yeah they 
um, the amount of sacrifices they've made, you know, for for me and all my brothers throughout our playing careers and, and our sports is just um, second to none. So, um, yeah, to be able to sort of um, give them the call and tell them that you're playing, you know, on Team Australia is, um, was a pretty cool moment. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something that I know that they would have been proud of. It's cool because I keep hearing about how all these family and friends are going to fly over right before the tournament. Like, it is cool that the people that you feel closest with get to share in this moment as well yeah definitely yeah my wife and two kids will be over <laughs> as well as my parents you know they as soon as they heard i was in tokyo and that i was on the team they booked their flights and accommodation and um yeah they wouldn't miss it and um yeah they'll, how, they'll, how old are your kids six and three so yeah. especially the six-year-old is probably now at the age where they can understand like dad's doing something that's a bit cool here he knows what's going on now he, <laughs> he played his first year of t-ball this year and and um he's been coming out to the perth heat games for for a few years and now he's actually playing the game and starting to understand it and ask questions and watch on television and um, you know even though we play some late games and he's at home watching on television when he should be in bed um, so yeah he knows what's going on he knows it's pretty cool and um, and even my daughter who's three years old um, she'll she'll come up to me after the games and ask me for my autograph when other kids are asking for your, for your autograph and um, yeah she doesn't quite know what's going on but she knows something's, something's happening so what's the goal for for yourself and for the team mainly like how are how are your kids going to know whether you're feeling good about this tournament at, in three and a half weeks when it's all over four weeks whenever that is yeah I think I think anything less if we don't make it out of the first round it's going to be a disappointment for, for us you know I've got good confidence in all these guys and, and the playing group and the staff that we have the team to be able to get through to that next round and then anything after that is just going to be we're there to create some special moments so we know if we can get through the second round we know we can get through to the finals how do you um, rate our chances to get through yeah the, no i definitely rate them you, you know we've got we've, we've got to be one of those big teams we know we've got to beat one of those big teams in in a nine inning game of baseball we've been thereabouts um every time we play them you know we know that we've got close games we know we can pitch well against them um so hopefully we can come up with one of those big hits and and get that win but we, we know we're not far off the mark um as far as um as talent wise um but I know that everyone's going to go out there. I know, I know what these guys are like. They're going to compete. Um, they're going to battle. Um, so hopefully we can get one of those big wins and, and sort of make it deep into this um, World Baseball Classic. Because this is not a 162-game season. This isn't a 40-game season like we'd play in Australia. Mm -hmm. This is five, four games mm -hmm. and hope you finish top two. Yeah, and you, and you do it up. Absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. If we if, if we know if we played a 160 game season against Team Japan and and the Korean national team that we would, we would come off the best against them, but we know we can beat them in a nine inning game. It's we know a we can. Though. Yeah, tournament style of baseball is definitely different to to what it is in the season. We got guys. We know we got guys that can get them out. We know we got guys that can 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 hit that pitching. Um, so we just got to go out there and just battle, compete, um, and come up with that big win we've done in the past. We just got to come up with it at the right time. I mean, all of these guys have made now baseball livings. Like they, their life has revolved around baseball, facing some of the best players in the world. Like yeah. maybe it's not a lineup of best guys all at one time, but when you're in AAA, you're facing guys that could be in the big leagues, have been in the big leagues, or should be in the big leagues. Yeah, everyone, so it's not like yeah. everyone that's <laughs> everyone that's going to be hitting has faced that style or that quality of pitching before. Yeah, we just don't see it on a daily basis, but what we know is we can face it. We know we can compete against them and we know that we, we're gonna get guys on base. So hopefully we can drop some guys in. So it's a nine day training camp in Fuchu City and then a few days and exhibition games in Miyazaki and then the tournament starts. So 
it's like two weeks of no games, no no WBC games, but there's some games in the mix, some training in the mix. So is the whole next two weeks, like what's it about? Is it just making sure you're set up the best you can for a good, like we're gonna need a good week of baseball. Is that what these two weeks are about? Yeah, so we've obviously come off a you know 40 game season. So guys are sort of um, ready to go. So we'll use this sort of the two to three week training camp to ramp our, our training load up. We'll play some games in there, but we'll ramp our training load up, train at game speed. So when we do get to that first game that we're ready to go against against Korea. Um, so we'll, yeah, like I said, the, the pitchers will be getting their work in, the hitters will be um, overspeed trading, um, training, and then um, yeah, we'll mix in, I think, five or six games um, just to sort of refine the skills and be ready to go. How do you think you'll know when we're ready to go? Like, how do you know that? <laughs> I guess you sort of just get that feeling. Yeah. I know I know if we sort of, if we went out in a couple of days' time to play a game that we're going to be ready to go, but we'll use the next two or three weeks to make sure we're really ready to go. We're training, training hard, we'll train hard, We'll overspeed train. We'll play some games, um, so we won't have any excuses when we play Korea. It seems like a nice little like just shift of you know. It's quite abrupt. You leave your life abruptly. You leave your club ball team in the United States really, really quickly to come and join a bunch of guys. Like you can't just turn that switch in a second. I'm sure. So it's, I'm sure there's a bit of a growing into it. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we'll we'll probably hit the ground um, running pretty hard. To be honest, we, you know, everyone's sort of. In, in game shape ready to go um, so we'll sort of train the bodies hard because we've got a lot of day games we've got back-to-back games we've got a night game followed by a day game so we need to make sure our bodies are ready to recover um, so we'll use this time to train hard um, so we know that we're going to be able to recover in um, you know less than less than probably 14 hours to play a game and uh, in terms of avenues of ways guys get together they bond and just make sure they are feeling that connectedness or connectivity or whatever the word you want to use yep. is with the people what avenues do you guys have in the leadership group to, to kind of bring people together? Well, yeah, it's 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 just a, we'll have um, we'll have a couple of little um, sort of team bonding sessions. We'll sort of go out and eat together. We'll go out and um, walk the streets together, catch up with each other inside the hotel. Uh, we'll go to group players chat. So guys are always there to sort of hang out, catch up, um, do some bonding sessions. Um, train together, um, play some games together. So all those things will sort of add up to, to building that team culture. Who was some of the guys when you were a kid that helped you feel part of the team when you were just that wide-eyed kid for the first time? Yeah, so I had guys like sort of Luke Hughes, Brad Harmon, who were just a couple of years older than me that were on the national team when I first played. And um, lucky enough, I sort of knew those guys and sort of clinged on to them and um, sort of they took me under their wing. Um, and, and they were great, great leaders. And um, sort of made me feel welcome and, and feel part of the team um, and that's what we want we want guys to be able to feel comfortable um, you know there's a lot of leaders in the team now and older guys in the team that will, will get around the young guys just to make sure that they're themselves and, and they when they do go out to compete that they're um, competing at the best of their ability all right we're gonna let you go I appreciate you uh, joining me to tell me about what teams do to get prepared